They're bros. They're dads. One is Big Ball Sack Harry J. Riley. The other is Cautionary Tale Philip Kopsinski. Welcome to Bro Dads. I mean, they were they were pretty cheap. These mics? Yeah. Oh. They're well. like the basic models. Well, what could have gone wrong with the audio on the whatever episode is it? He said there's something wrong with the audio? Off of Spotify? Didn't you see that on the uh, text message? Man, I yeah. listen to every episode before I even put them up. Yeah, who knows? Maybe Spotify messed it up. Or maybe his uh, speakers were not working good. Yeah, maybe. I... I listen. I listen to the episode. I listen to every episode in full before I even well uh, put them up. Listeners, listeners of Bro Dads, welcome. welcome. Welcome to Bro Dads. Welcome to Bro Dads. You uh, sexy bitches. Message us if there's some clicky clacks. Yeah, if there's something wrong with the audio. Please let us know. Yeah. Um, Which I don't think there is, but <clears throat> well, these mics certainly feel pretty cool. Look pretty official in my basement. Damn right. Next to my yoga ball and my <laughs> my picture of a, a matador that my wife silently took out of the office. <laughs> I don't know what the. I can't get rid of it. I saw it at a. You know what's funny about that matador painting? What? I had just read. Uh, Ernest Hemingway's Men Without Women It's a collection of short stories and there's a story okay. about a matador and uh, I don't know there's something about Ernest Hemingway's like his books are like old timey masculine yeah you know you read it and you feel like you're you're you, you could go shake hands with a World War II vet <laughs> dude I you ever you ever shook someone's hand and walked away and you're like that hurt me yeah 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 <laughs> that happened to me it's a lot of vets I was like yeah man I'll see you and then he just he he started squeezing too early and he just had my fingers and so I didn't even have I'm like oh shit you know <laughs> I can't just palm this guy's I, I'm at a if I had been on my game I would have been like, can we redo that? <laughs> I've never I've never even thought about redoing a handshake. I don't squeeze. I just but I I I like freeze my hand. So I'm like, okay. you can squeeze it, but it's gonna be ready for you. <laughs> <laughs> so you have like a defensive handshake. Oh yeah, 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 okay. yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I don't I, you know, because I got a lot of, you know, I, I just run into a lot, a lot of soft-handed flipper fellows. <laughs> <laughs> you watch that Cat Williams interview? No, I didn't watch it. Uh, but <laughs> it, it is exactly like going on the road with an old road comic yeah. who's like, man, this person took away my gig back in 1972, and they ain't shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it's a fun listen. Yeah, I, it's fun. Look, man. Do you like him? Yeah, I, I like him. I think he's uh, an amazing comedian. Yeah. He's probably one of the best um, doing it right now. But here's my thing. You know, that's the th the thing with the internet is that you either got to be on one side or the other. Yeah. And you and no one wants to dance in the gray area. But that's his genius is doing is going crazy like oh, that. Oh no, not 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 cat if oh, if oh, cat yeah, has yeah. legitimate beasts with people, then he can say them and 
you know, that's that's all well. And I'm talking about the people responding on the other side. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. what you have you have you have two sides. You have uh one side that's like, man, Cat Williams ain't shit. He just trying to get notoriety. Well, I think and, and then you got a bunch of black people on the other side going, Yeah, man, everything he's saying is true. Yeah, dude. We all knew Kevin Hart was a goddamn plant. Man. I never heard of him until I saw him. It's like that's how shit works, motherfucker. I, <laughs> I almost had to pause it when he said Steve Harvey said that he didn't want to be a movie star. It's like, no, you couldn't be a movie star. Nobody's out here trying to talk, trying to cast people who can't talk good, say country shit every once in a while, and look like Mr. Potato Head. God damn it, <laughs> dude! And it, <laughs> those motherfuckers. Oh, dude, he's wild on this interview. I mean, you could see what's it, Shannon Sharp? There's yeah. a couple times where he's like, "Yo, what am I doing?" <laughs> I mean, there's a couple times that Shannon Sharp just goes back and like reels and then ha like grabs the, the, the cognac yeah. and pours it himself another glass. <laughs> um, I'm still like, I mean, it's three hours long. Yeah, that's insane. 35 million views. It's only been up for yeah. like a week and a half. Oh, my God. When I saw those numbers, I was like, I don't want to be part of this. What, what's so funny, though, is that Cat Williams will say this crazy shit that is wildly funny and then just and then he'll get another question and he'll be so thoughtful and he'll be like... <laughs> You know, I'll be like, well, well, you know, how come you didn't pursue this or pursue that? And I'd be like, well, because Satan works in many ways and yeah. is hiding behind the bushes and you must watch him. And my goal in show business is to get to this point with a clean butthole and to not have sucked so many penises. <laughs> and I, oh, my God, dude. I mean, at one point, dude, he says he's like Chris Tucker, I think, is one of the funniest men. But Chris Tucker in Friday is not the Chris Tucker now. Now you got Henry Weinstein, Chris Tucker. You're like, oh Jesus my. Christ, oh. dude, you are. I mean, oh, my God. He is. I, uh, he is. It is wild the shit he's saying on the, yeah, on the interview. Especially because, you know, relationships are so important in comedy. Even someone as big as him. Right. But uh, he I didn't I mean I knew this about him, but this interview reminded me. So he's got he's got like fifteen I don't know, he's got a lot of he's got a lot of hours out there. Yeah. His first twelve including the 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 one where he was in a green suit, the big one for him back yeah. in the early 2000s it was like the pimp diaries or something yeah he produced all that shit on his own he paid for the production he owned so he owns that shit a hundred percent and uh one went back in the dvd sales i don't know if this is true but this is what i looked up and saw that pimp chronicles is it 20 uh, gross 24 million dollars wow between what he got to sell it to HBO and then afterwards the DVD sales and all the other shit that's insane yeah and a lot and a lot of that's Atlanta I think he's just yeah. he's got a bunch of trucks and he's selling DVDs out of the back of them I think and see I think what people I think what <laughs> ridiculous. I think what a lot of people forget is how uh um you can still be kind of like a local, what they call a local joke, and still just be wealthy. Yeah. There's rappers from in L.A. that sell a million records in L.A. Just yeah. in L.A., sell a million records. No one knows who they are. I feel like Atlanta is the same place. I feel like... Well, the South in general, there's a lot of regional comics yeah. that never leave the South that are making bank. Yeah, the, I mean... The, um, uh, New England has some comics like that. Yeah, I mean, just the geography 
itself lends itself to just being able just oh do a show right here and then 30 minutes away is an entirely new town with yeah. 10,000 people in you know, it who <clears throat> want to come out and see you uh, man I, I I think people are over that's the thing when Cat Williams say stuff like that and people go well it's got to be true <laughs> what he's got he also, to lose. He also said he runs a four three forty in yeah, the interview. It, which all that I mean that that was out of all the shit he said, that to me was the craziest. Oh I mean, you're fifty four years old. There's there's athletes right now, like Tyreek Williams. Not Tyreek Tyreek. Tyreek's Hill. running faster than four three. Ty, Tyreek Hill is probably running a four two when he came into the league now at seven years in and like many knee injuries, yeah, he's probably running a four or five right now. Yeah. You know, so <laughs> so just imagine a fifty four year old who doesn't train at all. Well, he, he plays basketball apparently, according yeah. to the well, and getting beat up by teenagers, <laughs> getting choked out by those teenagers. Days, that's I a, still, that, I'm waiting for him to address that. I mean, it sounds like those days are behind him, but there was a stretch of like two years where he was just yeah. fighting people in parking lots and <laughs> yeah, shit. Yeah, I mean, it was funny because I, I, it made me all watching the interview. I was like, yeah, why did Cat Williams go through all the what? Like, what were his issues? I looked them up. They're like, oh, he threw a salt shaker at a manager at a Waffle House. <laughs> It's like, what the fuck kind of crime is that? Everybody thought he was crazy and on drugs. There were no drug charges. It was all just like, oh, there was a lady at Claire's in the mall that he put in a headlock or whatever. That's a classic Hollywood move. (laughs) That is a classic. Look what what happened to Dave Chappelle. Look what happened to Martin Lawrence. Uh, it, It seems like once you start obtaining a certain level, then for some reason... You start getting these weird like charges and stuff. You start well, people but Dave start, Chappelle, he never really went crazy. I think that he got framed as crazy for just leaving the set. Yeah, but, I, I, but he never really did. He never hurt people. Or yeah, he never did, he never did anything. Or, yeah, but he, you could see. I, I really think that the PR for um, Comedy Central or Viacom, I guess, because Viacom's their parent company, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. was like, how do we make this look? Like we didn't, but like we didn't like oh, yeah, fuck yeah. this up. Yeah, they because if they're are. giving you fifty million, just imagine what they're making. Oh so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they, so they, they had to just drop a couple little dimes. Like he's smoking crack. Yeah, he's smoking crack. <laughs> right. like, Get the fuck out of him. Right, right. Yeah, that's uh, you know, and and now. It's amazing more shit doesn't... I mean, I guess with, like, maybe you see that with, like, Britney Spears or something, but, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm surprised... Because it could happen so much easier, because all they got to do is go to one of these, like, have, like popular podcasts that... Yeah. Or even a not-that-popular podcast and just be like, hey, you know, and, and just... And all they need to do... They don't even need to... They could just have an employee pull someone saying crazy shit and be yeah. like, well, sources are saying. It's yep. like, you mean... Yeah. You mean Tongue Yanker podcast with <laughs> 87 listeners? I mean, dude, imagine if our podcast got pulled as a source for oh what? Oh, my God. <laughs> there would be a lot of bullshit out it's there. It's like just... when Trump quoted a 16-year-old tw- who was put out a tweet that went just a little viral. <laughs> the kid had like 67 followers. <laughs> and they're like, I don't know. People, people are saying that uh, Ron DeSantis has... Uh, uh, alligator feet or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> and they go find the tweet. It's like some <laughs> some goofball kid. <laughs> He's like walking around the skateboard. Like really? <laughs> <laughs> like Cat Williams. Uh, I, I was reading, you know, because that's the thing. After these past couple of weeks with Ricky Gervais' special and Dave Chappelle's special and Cat Williams' interview, I think I made a mistake um, following so many comedians oh, on yeah. social media because yeah, it's just it's just every comedian just feels like they they just have to get their opinion out. And people are like, and a lot of people, you know, one way or the other, and I saw one that was like, and it was a white dude, and he was like, you know, I last minute I had to open for um, Cat Williams, and it was a great show. He gave me five times as much money as um, they said I was going to get, and I've done 160 shows with him. He's a pretty good dude. And I'm like, of course he's a pretty good dude to you, man. You just you just put your bias right there. Yeah. You would. That's that's the same as people. That's the same as people going. Well, you know, yeah, I hung out with Jeffrey Epstein and I went to his island. Yeah. You know, and I went there via his plane. But and he wouldn't touch a kid. Yeah. It's like, man, both things can be true. Yeah, <laughs> right. He could, he could have a dark side. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Cat Williams could definitely have a dark side. Like I'm not say, like I'm not saying he needs to be a, a you know a booty wrangler or anything, but he can be he can be a those people can have, have wronged him, and he can be fucking insane. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, man, Cat Williams. I was looking at. Uh, I mean, the two roles that I think of him in is uh, he played an uncle in uh, Atlanta. Uh, the yeah, have you seen that where he's got the alligator no, as a pet and the cops show up and they're like, he's like, yeah, you can come in if you want, you know, and he's just, but he's like this crazy <laughs> uncle. <in> a, <laughs> he's like, yeah, but you gotta watch out for Larry. And they're like, who's Larry? You know, I mean, it, it's but the way he does it, dude, it's like a different. He's got uh, he's got a old ratty afro and yeah. he's got a, a, a wife beater shirt on and he's smoking a cigarette. He's like, God damn, these motherfuckers are always coming after. Like, it's just like <laughs> it, it is a different. He's created a different person, yeah. you know. I mean, and then I, they a lot of this interview went over like his character in Friday money, Mike, and yeah. where he plays a pimp. And, uh, did I watch it? And I was like, that's, a f it's, it's unreal. And he wrote a bunch yeah. of the lines for it, which is a crazy confident thing to do for your first move. Can you imagine you get cast your first movie? You had to, you got picked over 250 actors and you're like, I'm going to say the, the I'm going to do these lines. I am going to punch this up and write these lines Yeah, and I'm going to make it better. And you're like, yeah, yeah you, I mean, you gotta be a, you gotta be confident I to mean, do some shit like that on set or, yeah, it, or especially when it's ice cube is, you know, ice Bank rolling it himself. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's paying himself. And I watched it and there's, a, there's the reason I was brought it up is because we were talking about handshakes. There's yeah. this little line, where he's like, hey, man, how you doing? Uh, and he puts his hand out and he goes, don't squeeze hard. And like, it's like, <laughs> it's like this little throwaway thing that he does. I'm like, what a genius, man. Like, just that little thing where he's like, don't yeah. squeeze hard. <laughs> I mean, fuck, dude, he was like, <laughs> there's a part where like, we're throwing a party. He's like, I wasn't going to do nothing but watch the Grinch and get drunk tonight, so I'll be there. And, <laughs> I mean, dude, he's funny, man. And yeah. But during the, you know, earthquake, the comedian Earthquake? Yeah. 
at one point during the interview, he's a fucking good comedian. He's a great, yeah. And Cat Williams says he's a great comedian, but the reason he's never made it on screen is because he's illiterate and can't read. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> He said, he said when they showed the cue cards and he couldn't read, they were, he shit. lost his opportunity. <laughs> so I heard that and I was like, oh my God, he is not holding back, dude. Man, <laughs> he, you know, there is, he is one of those people who is just like, yeah, he's a, he's in his own like little space. Yeah. He's just floating around the world. Yeah. Well, he's, he is, um. I mean, there's it's the 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 best way to be a comedian. That's what I love about Dave Chappelle. That's what I love about Doug Stanhope is to be free. Yeah, and yep. to have that freedom of well, this is I just do this. You know, yeah. Kyle Kinane is in that that category too. I mean, I've heard these stories about Kyle Kinane. I've heard him about uh, <clears throat> Dave Chappelle, where they'll do a road trip. Like, oh, I'm going to drive, like Dave Chappelle, I heard, drove, like, years years ago. This is before he came back with his comeback special. Yeah. He was riding a motorcycle across the country, and they were like, well, we want some more money. Well, rather than pull from my gigantic bank account, he was like, well, there's a venue. Up, there's a venue 100 miles up the road. Why don't we just call him and see if we can do a show tonight and just take the door? Yeah. And can you imagine being some podunk, uh, you know, Brewery or I don't I mean I don't know what kind of venues these were, but just getting a call and like, hey, I'm Dave Chappelle and uh, can we do a show at your place tonight? You, I bet I, you I, they were like, I bet you they hung up on them like three times. <laughs> well, but it's I mean it's just wild. Like I can't I mean can you imagine maybe maybe and maybe it was a comedy it was probably comedy clubs like on a Tuesday night or some shit like that you know just yeah. some random comedy club in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, maybe. And he hits him up and he's like, hey, I'm Dave Chappelle. Can I do? Uh, I'll, just give me the door. You guys can have all the drinks, or whatever. And like. You imagine they put that up on Facebook, it would sell out like that, yeah, and, it, and it wouldn't even have time to make the news. Wouldn't I mean they would just be so busy with, yeah, with trying to sell. You know, it would just be so chaotic. And I, I remember hearing that happen a few times, but they were like in bigger cities. But I guess he he would do road trips or he would do shit like that. And Cal Canaan is doing that now. I guess he's got a mm. van and he'll want to go on a road trip and he'll just he'll okay. literally hit up like a brewery or put on his social media like, hey, I'm traveling here. Do you guys know any places? And he'll just hit up these random places and then sell tickets where his fan base is. Like Man, that to me is like the a wild kind of freedom you can have as a as an inter, as an entertainer or a comedian. That's like old time yeah. hippie musician shit. Now I don't know how much money <laughs> Kyle Kinane has, but I could see I could see Dave Chappelle and Doug Stanhope doing it and you know, because you got respon- you got other responsibilities that you got to make sure you take care of. Yeah, like you couldn't do it because you know you got a you got a business, you got your house, you got yeah, yeah. your kids and stuff. But um, I, I could see Dave. I mean, that would be that would be amazing for a person like Dave Chappelle. You know, because traveling. but this was like before his comeback special. Yeah. So now he's got staff and he's got all these yeah. things that he has to take care of. And I think about stuff like that, like. Man, at a certain point, when you become famous enough or you have enough money, you got to start getting like a personal assistant and an accountant. Oh yeah, all those guys. And, all they got. and then it's like, ugh. <laughs> now you got to deal with, and you don't want your family doing it. No, you know, like I wouldn't want Faith doing it, even though I love her. <clears throat> I right. don't trust her. Well, black you don't want to. You don't want to go to your kid and be like, hey. 
come here, do, you know, do this. You didn't do these tasks, like, yeah. Or if they suck, you don't yeah. want them to be. You don't want to fire them and wa- watch their. You'd rather have someone else kill their, uh, kill their uh, <laughs> confidence. Well, yeah, Shauna, um, for like six months last year, she was like, "You hand me, you give me the numbers to the places you want to get in, and I'll call them up and do the thing." And and I was like. I'm like, I don't think that's gonna. I don't think that's gonna work. And then you, she starts, and she starts right. like, you can't say it doesn't work. Have you tried it? And I was like, well, I mean, a long time ago, yeah, but but having I, I someone else do it for you, yeah, especially a woman, but, there's something about that, man. I I do think I I, I really don't I really don't want to get in that type of relationship with Shauna. Yeah, yeah, where she's uh, <clears throat> where she's you know, setting up dates and stuff. And now, you know, we're working this like in house comedy factory type of thing. And yeah, a lot, I, that's the way a lot of, a lot of comics do it though. Is the spouse is the booker. Um, Dan, um, Lindsay was Dan's booker there for a minute. And then, you know, then they did a podcast together. And so she stopped, I, you know, cause it's probably a, it's probably a job and a half to do. The, my thing would be if you were traveling that much, I would need someone to like come in a couple times a month just to like pay the water bill. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. needs, like all that shit that comes to my house. It's like still I like I could pay my credit card online, I guess. But like yeah. all the just the heat and the water and like all the stuff that's coming. I mean, what am I going to hit them? You know, what am I going to do? Hit up a Vista and be like, uh, could you? I mean, can't, I don't even know. Can you be like, email me my bill because I don't, don't live at my house online. I pay it online, but the bill oh. comes to the physical bill comes to my house, Man, and then I, I just, pay it from that. I don't even look at those bills anymore. You just <laughs> I just go on the online and go. Hmm. Well, it's the same every month. We do the comfort pay, where it's like the oh, same every month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you do that? Yeah, that wouldn't be a bad idea. That's the way because that's I've thought about that. Like, you know, we our kids are gone. And I could see traveling for like a month. Amanda and I just went to Whidbey Island for a yeah, few days. Yeah, how was that? Oh, dude, it was nice. So I've always, I've, I've always wanted to get over there just for um, photography. Oh yeah, but you'd I, love it. I'm, I'm an idiot though, so I'm always fucking up the, the ferry schedule. Well, my, uh, I've performed over there three or four times at the Langley Performing Arts Center. Yeah, and um, and then well, and then also a winery in Langley. Um, but I wonder if I've been over there before because I do remember being on an island and just seeing a black rabbit, like a couple black rabbits, and going, "This, these, these used to be pets." <laughs> <laughs> well, they it's every time I've been booked to go over there, the lodging is you have to take the ferry back for the lodging because oh, it's yeah. it's there's like not. It's not like there's no like Holiday Inn over there. Maybe in like Oak Harbor, you go up away. That's a town of like twenty five thousand on the island. Yeah, it's the biggest island in the United States. The biggest uh, continuous islands, uh, like the biggest, the longest island or something. Okay. That's yeah. That's attached by a bridge. In fact, they oh. used. I learned about it. Uh, they used to think it was a peninsula. Oh wow! Yeah, but it's wild. That must have been a long time ago when they thought it, thought that. Oh yeah, yeah, no, they discovered yeah. it in like, but still, it was like the eighteen late eighteen hundreds or something when yeah. they were finally were like, oh shit, <laughs> we just went around this bitch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we've been rowing out here. Uh, yeah, but it's it's crazy when you walk when you're driving through, 
And most most of the homes are like old and historic, and and yeah. uh, it's but it's wild because there's farmland out there. Wow, so that's you, weird. Yeah, you you go and there's like a like a, a cattle field, and then you look past it, and you can see the ocean. That's weird to it me. It is it is wild. Yeah, it's, especially it's, because it's not like we took it from another. It wasn't like it was another nation or something. You know, like where they had to be self sustained. It was an island that was a part of Washington State. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you knew that someone was going to come over in a boat with some rutabagas. (laughs) (laughs) But they were like, "Uh uh-uh, we can't trust these these boat people without rutabagas. Man, it's it's nice out there. And there's tons of beaches, which is nice. Yeah. So you go to, like, San Juan Islands, all the beaches are private. Like, rich people bought it up, and you can't. I hate that shit so much. Yeah, But, uh, look, I always say this shit on this podcast, and I feel like I'm the... The socialist person on this podcast, but I'm not. I'm not that person. I, I understand that if you got money and want to be on the beach, you buy the beach. You know, I understand <laughs> well, that. That's not. I mean, that that's not the homeowner's fault. That's yeah. Washington State's fault for yeah. not making. So, like on Lang- on on Whidbey Island, there's like, oh, this is public land. Yeah, you know, uh, all of or- like Oregon coast. Got deemed same with Florida. Mm. The the beaches are public. I'm Florida. Um, the beaches. Well, this was 1930s Florida, probably that yeah. made these rules. You know. Yeah, they're the so, one that let Walt Disney basically just become a country. So. Yeah. So <laughs> so they. I mean, well, and also like the beaches in Florida are so you can just walk forever. So yeah. You know how how the hell are you gonna tell someone? Like, you know, oh, this section nobody's allowed on, you know, yeah. and, and they're also really long, whereas the beaches in Washington a lot of times are really short. Yeah. yeah. So you don't you don't have. So, yeah, Orcas Island, we spent some time out there one time and there literally was like no place you could go and just walk along the beach. Yeah, that's just. <laughs> yeah, it sucked. Yeah. Uh, but but uh, they had a plenty over there in uh, Whidbey Island. But it's. It's really nice, but it's weird walking around or, or driving around, and you're looking at like a building, or you go into a grocery store, or you do anything, and you're like, man, every beam, every piece of tile that made this grocery store came over in a ferry or <laughs> a wildly sketchy bridge. Yeah. <laughs> the, <laughs> there was only two ways in and out of that island. That, I, that we took a ferry there, and then I was like, why don't we drive up the island and go across Deception Pass, which is, uh, yeah. and it's like, it's like the height of like the Golden Gate Bridge. I mean, it is. Then you can walk along it. Like yeah. the Golden Gate Bridge has like a 20-foot fence to stop the jumpers. Yeah. This is like a waist-high level railing. And there's a <laughs> ton of people just like, whoa, this is crazy. I could die. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, dude, if you, you know, if you were a, if you were a welterweight, I would not want to walk across that bridge on a windy day. <laughs> if you're one of those anorexics, <laughs> I would not. I would want to eat a burger before I went across there. Maybe do some of those weighted workout shoes just to make sure the wind didn't pick me up. It is because it's windy as hell, and and I mean it is. I, I we just drove across it and I was like, you get that little, you know, you ever been looking down a uh, long ways, you kind of yeah. get like a little shake or a little, a little, yeah, it's like a little tickle and you're like, ah. and I, everyone says that that's your urge to jump. The, Who if the you have, fuck says that? <laughs> Neil, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Because I've never, ha- <laughs> I've never had Bill Nye the Science Guy. <laughs> I've never had an urge to jump. Well, it's th- that's what the fear. If you're like, oh my god, look at that. That's 
that's your subconscious going, I can just see what it's like. So, so our subconscious just want to commit suicide all the time? <clears throat> Mom, your subconscious might be a little curious to be like, hey, man, I want to see what the next dimension's like. Nah, man, my, my subconscious is an idiot then. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. If you just look over the side and you're like, hmm, neat, and then you spit and watch it, and you, then you just go along your merry way whistling, then your subconscious is happy where it's at. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe my subconscious is where it's at because... Always got a bag of garbage to throw over the bridge. <laughs> and it's like, oh, that's what my body would look like. <clears throat> oh, that yeah. one was specifically for Ryan McCole. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I keep a uh, that's always why I keep a bunch of ice cubes in a in my car. So I was, if I'm at a high point I wanna just see if it, how much it'll melt. And if it's high enough, it always melts. Mainly because I can't see it once it gets <laughs> so I just assume it melts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's so funny. I mean, because you're going down into the ocean, so it's yeah. like I can't imagine being like, how many pennies would it take before you create a penny island at the bottom? You know, to just watch it. <laughs> <laughs> that's a shit ton of pennies. Yeah, we could do it. Yeah, and but it would be a shitty island. Oh yeah, no, it'd yeah. probably wash away constantly. <laughs> it's it's violent down there. There's no, <clears throat> I mean, there's nothing down there. Like there's no, even the seals are like, nah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> we don't swim in those waters. See, I don't, I don't fuck with seals. People, uh, <clears throat> oh. people kind of, people are always like, oh, seals, walruses. I'm like, nah, man. They are the mammals that decided to go back to the water. <laughs> So we're mortal enemies. Yeah. Humans, apes, uh, dolphins, walruses, seals, orcas, we're on two sides of a great battle. The yeah, but but that's what I mean, yeah, if I like those you ever seen those videos of like uh scuba divers that are like I was with this sea lion and we played and then yeah. he saw him, you know, and then he pointed out that I uh, dropped my wristwatch in a amoeba or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> He helped chase down the jellyfish for me. They were, you know, like there's always some yeah. thing. And I'm always like, that's crazy. Like you do not want to be in a one-on-one -on -one situation with a sea lion under the water. Yeah. They'll win. Yeah. They'll, yeah they, nothing but muscle yeah. first. Yeah. Nothing but muscle. If you're, maybe if you have some judo moves, but you, <laughs> how do First of all, you're not getting an arm bar. On, you're not getting an arm bar on a seal. You might be able to choke it out, but it's like trying to choke out a, a, a necklace 300 pounder. You know, like there's no chin to go under. <laughs> and their teeth, I mean, that's like, dude, you, what do you, I mean, you see a random Rottweiler, you're going to stick your forearm in there? <laughs> you know what I mean? That's, their mouths are meant they're, they're, to... They're water Rottweilers. Oh, dude, they have, that is absolutely what seals are. They're water Rottweilers. You ever see... Yeah, I mean, dude, yeah, like, you think you could catch a fish with your mouth? That's how they got so fat. That's why... But I'll tell you what, on land... I fucked them up. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> if it came down to it, yeah. of course, then if it came down to it, I would just walk backwards and win. Just, yeah. you know, because I mean, one time I was on the Oregon coast, I was doing some gigs out there and just walking along the beach and there were all these kids messing with a baby seal. Oh. I shouldn't say they weren't like, like being abusive, but they oh. were like getting close and trying to take pictures. You know, tagging it a little, just yeah. a little like a Bart Simpson face with the graffiti. <laughs> <laughs> 
you know, fun stuff. <laughs> and I was just like, huh, cool. <laughs> I didn't like. I didn't. I wasn't gonna step in. And then, of course, some old lady was like, "You guys need to quit fucking with those seals." And I was like, and I'm like, "Oh, I'm not. Like, I'm not their parent. You know, I'm, I'm like, I'm just a bystander who is apathetic. <laughs> I'm just a potential witness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, I'm, I'm like nodding. I'm like, you're right, man. Humans, we we do not show any respect to wildlife. Just none. Well, on you know, average, we you know just who don't. else doesn't? Who? Wildlife. I mean, but they got to deal with the, their own. We yeah. should know mm. better. All right. We, we have cars and smartphones. I'm just saying, you know, a seagull, you know, when the little when the little tortoises are, are flipping back into the ocean to try oh, to make, you know, more, and 20 seagulls start dive bombing them yeah, and picking them up. Sticker. And I'm not even allowed to touch one. <laughs> I can't pocket one of these turtles. <laughs> Come on. You ever seen one? They're so cute. Yeah. <laughs> All I want to do is give it a kiss and risk salmonella. <laughs> I bet, dude, I 90% chance you kiss it on the shell. No salmonella. Yeah, no salmonella. Yeah. I'm you not going to kiss a newborn turtle on the mouth. Yeah. Just keep your tongue in. Yeah. Don't tongue it. <laughs> and then don't lick your lips. Yeah. <laughs> Immediately go get some, um, Hand sanitizer. We did that in Mexico. We went to this little uh, turtle, I don't know, helpers. They, they, the turtle helpers. You are the tortoises. Your Spanish is coming along. Uh, if there was a Spanish speaker here right now, they'd be like, no. <laughs> no. Uh, but uh, anyway, they, it was funny because it's like, I thought like I thought they were going to have like, you know, you go to... You go to an official place like this that's, like, sanctioned by the government. There's, like, a little, you know, like a gift shop, and they're, like, all these pictures and things to read. Yeah. This was literally a hut with materials built from the beach. Gracious. <laughs> and a giant mama turtle in, like, a stolen bathtub. <laughs> And I, bathtub is the wrong term, by the way. Horse's trough is probably <laughs> like not even a trough, like just one of those round ones. Yeah. The, and then the turtles just just enough sp and giant tur giant tortoise, and yeah. she's just in there pooping out eggs constantly because I think she mates and then stores the sperm and then just can lay eggs for a super long time. And they're just <clears throat> farming these. Just yeah, yeah. So then they take the eggs and then they get to mess with, they put them in way, areas where they incubate for however many days. And then once they, and then every two or three days they get hatchlings and then they go on their Facebook page. They go, Hey, if you want to help these turtles reach the ocean, uh, come on down to, uh, the, this air, this, 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 uh, area on the beach. And it's kind okay. of a remote area on the beach in Puerto Vallarta. And, uh, and then you, and they're very strict, and uh, it's popular for English-speaking people and Spanish-speaking people because they, they separate us and talk our languages each. And then they give everybody a half coconut shell. And then they come by and put the baby tortoises in the coconut because they don't want you touching them. Okay. Although they get to touch them. Yeah. So why? I don't know. They got These people know what they're doing because they uh, – one Do guy, they? they well, this guy had a lot of turtle tattoos. And so I, I got to believe he, he knows. Man, I've had all the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Does that mean I know anything about turtles? Actually, I feel like that might make you less qualified. 
Oh, if oh, you go in there, I mean, the, if you show up to the Bahia de Tomate and you go, hey, man, where's Shredder? <laughs> and you're like, do we need to watch out for that henchman rhinoceros? <laughs> <laughs> then they'll be like, "You need to go." I just, I'm not, I'm not gonna bring the lore up. I'm, I'm just, I just know, like, I'm be like, you just whisper in their heads, like, "I right, want me to take a message to April." Yeah, be like, <laughs> you're giving them a little pepperoni pizza. Yeah. <laughs> Looking around, you look like Michelangelo. He, he looks, he'll like this. Giving yeah. him, giving him little katanas. Yeah. <laughs> Take this to defend yourself against the seagull, little one. <laughs> what was the rat's name? Was the rat's name Shredder? Splinter. Splinter. So, yes. Yeah, okay. Splinter and Shredder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so anyway, then you dump them out and then they, they flip to the, to the, uh, beach and it, and it's at sunset. It's, I mean, it is, okay. a, it's an awesome experience. Yeah. And, uh, and just all your presence being there, though, as they're going, keeps them from being eaten by all the oh, birds. Okay. Cause there's like, I mean, there's like, <laughs> 50 to 100 of these little baby turtles and every oh. it's like and they do that like every four days i mean if it was just 50 if it was just 50 there's a pretty you should protect them because in nature but it's like 50 every three days of them so like every three days it's 50 yeah so it's a it's a ton i mean it's just it's a ton and uh they said that so if, if we stand there and, and watch them do that 95 percent of them make it to the water what happens to the five percent? They just <clears throat> die on the way? No, no, no. They, a, a seagull or something will get them. So even with y'all, a seagull's yeah, like, man, fuck this. Well, well, it's funny. So they say ninety. So they say if we aren't there, then like only seventy-five percent of them make it. Just that's just to the water. Yeah. Then once they're in the water. That they get eaten because you once we because it was like this magical experience. Everyone's like, "Oh my god!" You're holding hands with strangers. You're like, "This is beautiful." <laughs> the sun setting. You're getting these pictures. These baby. These flippy. You're holding it. And it I mean, it's awesome. And uh, and as soon as every all these turtles have made it to the water, once they're in the water, there's seagulls just boom, 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 boom. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I, I guess there's and then and there are it does naturally occur all over this this bay that Puerto Vallarta is in. Yeah. And uh, and so there are naturally occurring, uh, uh, you know, times where you can be hanging out somewhere and then all of a sudden a big bank of turtles are making oh, their that way. that would be amazing. But if you're seeing it naturally, more than likely you're going to see a ton of them get eaten. Yeah, you're going to see a massacre. Yeah, yeah. So that's what's so funny is people are like, get the kids. And the yeah. kids are like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's what uh, always amazes me when when people bring their kids to the, the zoo. And they're talking about the animals and stuff. And the parents are trying to sugarcoat it. And I'm thinking to myself, I was like, I don't think I ever sugarcoated animal behavior to Faith. Maybe that's why she's kind of fucked up. Oh, no. No, that's good. We <clears throat> we used to get uh, rabbits in the backyard. Yeah. And uh, you know the male rabbit? kills the baby rabbits to yeah. get to a female and eat fucking perverts yeah they're perverts they're sex maniacs <laughs> have you ever seen a rabbit have sex it's a it's fucking if it's, i could do it like that i get so much shit done oh yeah yeah it lasts like three seconds maybe <laughs> and then he just passes out <laughs> and he wakes up and does it again <clears throat> it's so funny it looks like he's having a seizure yeah yeah and um and then, you know, so, but then as soon as she gives birth, he's going up ripping up 
ba- baby heads and stuff. Yeah. And uh, so we would find ripped up baby uh, rabbits in our yard all the time. That's just. And uh, and I you know. I, We'd have people come over. They're like, "Oh my god, we gotta get this before the kids get it." And I'm like, "No, bring the kids out." <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at it like, "You see this? I didn't do this to you because I'm not a sex maniac." <laughs> the doctor said I had to wait six weeks. <laughs> it blows my mind when people don't listen to that. Oh, when they just have sex before the yeah, it's like two weeks later. They're like, "Yeah, we had sex." Though. They're like, "What?" <laughs> That's like that's like driving a totaled car. Like, what are you? <laughs> what, what the fuck are you doing, man? Let it rest. Well, you know, I don't know. I mean, God, you, who's pushing that? You know, I, I gotta believe if uh, if you're having sex with your significant other and she's given birth two weeks ago, that's got to be her. Like that's you manning up to the job. That that's you being like. All right, I'll do what I have to the do. The person I heard it from just seems like oh, <laughs> like a he total just maniac. likes to hump. <laughs> He's like, man. She's like, I'm gonna lose him if I make him wait three yeah. weeks. <laughs> it was the week leading up to the pregnancy, man. the birth, and then the two weeks after. Man, face mom was wearing like a diaper and shit. It's like, yeah, I can wait. Yeah, well, you know, I it's amazing what the lack of sleep does to a sex drive because I was like. Man, if we have time to have sex, that means we have time for sleep. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to choose sleep for the first time in my life. Yeah, that's, uh, that is, um, it's funny when it's towards the end and the doctor's like, well, there's certain things that help you, uh, have se- that helps you go into birth, go into labor. Yeah. And they're like spicy foods, sex, yeah. you know, all this shit. And then it's like, okay. And you, you're like, how, do I have sex with a nine-month pregnant woman? <laughs> <laughs> and, I mean, it's like, I mean, this feels like being, like, one of those unicyclists bouncing a ball on one foot. They're like, you got to do some acrobatics. <laughs> I mean, That's this, what happened to us. We, um, we messed around on Christmas Eve, and, like, that morning, she was like, oh, have mom, the baby. And I was like, my dingaling did that. <laughs> That's a bookended pregnancy. Because <laughs> 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 That's what her mom and uh, stepdad was telling us. And he, oh, my and God. His, uh, what a bunch like, of perverts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's amazing. Well, what was funny is they were like spicy food. Amanda can't. Or, I mean, she's like puts black pepper on something. And she's like. <laughs> I can't eat this. <laughs> so we went out and ordered a jalapeno burger from <laughs> like like round like Red Robin. Yeah. And watching her eat that, just being like, I need to do whatever it takes to get this baby out of me. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like taking a bite and like, uh, uh, uh. it was like your water broke, but it was on your face. <laughs> She's just sweating and suffering. <laughs> oh shit, man, that was great. Uh, uh, so yeah, man. Um, have you watched? Uh, have you watched Ricky Gervais's or no? Nah. I watched Dave Chappelle's special. You watched yeah. that? Yeah, I watched that. I like that. I thought there were some silly parts of it. Yeah. You know, I mean, it didn't. It it felt. It felt like an obligation. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, because that last half that he did with the. 
the mafia long, story. Yeah. He told that story on, um, it was his acceptance speech, I think, to, they, remember when they were going to name, his school's going to name like a Oh, a I haven't seen that. Yeah. Yeah, and um, he did that, he talked about how he was a dreamer and everything, and th- that was that, that last half, that's what that was. Well, you know, it feels like he was going the route of um, Carlin, which I know everyone thinks he's Carlin's the greatest, but like towards the end there, you watch some of his Carlin's last specials, and yeah. there you're kind of like, where are the jokes? Yeah, you know, it's just it became pro like a, a professor, you know. Yeah, and, um, and he was getting he was dark there. Yeah, those last couple, it was, it was you could tell he was, <clears throat> you could tell that the world had. Poison a great man, like the, <laughs> yeah, like the word. That's like, the way. I, that's the direction I felt like Chappelle was going. Yeah, and it seems like he he's back on being trying to be just jokes. A lot of that was the first half was a lot of just straight jokes. Yeah, yeah. you know. Um, but it's weird. Guys like though, like people will just listen to him talk. Yeah, which is a little dangerous. I think sometimes. Yeah, like when he really. I mean. You know, I think, you know, have you watched Michelle Wolf's special? It's 30 minutes. No, I haven't. Dude, I cannot think of a special I have ever seen that had that many laughs that quickly. Mm. And it's like, and you can tell she is crushing. Like, yeah. and, and, in a, and in a way that comics that are that famous, you just don't, in, I mean, maybe real life, but not in a special, you don't see it crush like yeah, that. Yeah, you see them basically being pandered to. Mostly. Yeah, yeah, or they're doing like these long. They gotta, they got to have something to say. Yeah, you know, yeah. so they got to take it down. Like, well, I was this and that. I, I had to, you know, they got to yeah. make some statement or or whatever, or maybe something serious That's happened in their it, life. Or they, I t- didn't see Armageddon, Ricky Gervais's, thing, but the clips that I have seen, that's what it felt like he was doing. Yeah, he was basically just, uh, oh, I got something to say. You guys didn't like my last special, which. I'm like, dude. That <laughs> might how have did been, you get another one? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that might have been a couple hundred, maybe a couple thousand, at the most, ten thousand people. That does yeah. not account for the millions of people who saw your shit. Stop, stop, stop worrying about those people who don't like your shit. Yeah. No, that's what I like about. I mean, that's what I like about Cat Williams. That's what I like about uh, Bill. Um, Bill Burr is like they're telling jokes. Yeah, they're. I mean, they're telling. They're and they're and then you know Bill Burr will put a quick succession of jokes in in a section at least, and maybe he slows it down a little bit. But that's usually for a more dramatic effect on a story or something. Yeah. You know, man. I but the, the Michelle Wolf special for me. Uh, I like what Michelle I, Wolf, what so I, I saw. The, what I saw this this last special of hers. I was like. That captures a, a crushing set almost more than any other special I've seen outside okay. of maybe like, I don't know if you watched that earthquake special that came out. Yeah. Like, you're, like you could really tell he was murdering in that yeah. special. Or like uh, uh, Chris Rock's, uh, I want to say it was like Bigger and Blacker when he filmed it in D.C. And, mm. and he was like, it was like prime Chris Rock. Yeah. Like you could tell he was absolutely crushing in that. I did like the part of Dave Chappelle's special of him talking about getting attacked by yeah. that guy. Yeah, yeah. And then, and uh, you know, Jamie Foxx is in the back. I mean, that's what's, yeah. cra- that's what's crazy about Dave Chappelle's specials, though, is it's not like, oh, my friend so-and-so, my friend Arnold was back there, and yeah. Arnold is a firefighter. It's always like, 
yeah, I was with Barack Obama. Or, you know, it's like, anyway, I was at Oprah Winfrey's house, you know, and you're like, what the fuck kind of life you lead, man? This is a great, like, it's like, <laughs> it just gets so, and, he said, and then like him talking about his wife a little bit, I thought was kind of fun. Yeah. Or when he was like, I filmed this special 24 years ago, my wife was pregnant. Now I, now I smoke weed with that kid. Yeah. Like yeah. shit like that. I just, I love, I mean, one of my favorite parts of his special a few years ago, he, it was his son calling him up, being like, Dad, he's like, uh, you, you listen, if you're at a party, I always want you to know you can call me when you're drinking. And so then one day his son calls him, and he's like, I'm drunk, Dad. And he's like, well, man, I'm fucking shit-faced. What do you want me to do? <laughs> 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 he's like, so I went and got him. I figured it's better me than him. <laughs> I'm like, Jesus Christ. It's like, it's too real for him to say that. And, uh, and see, I like those. I like those moments that he gives us. Because yeah. you can oh, tell. Yeah. No, I, I, I love it. It's great. You could tell if, if he wanted to do a special that was all just that, it would be amazing. Or it would if be he fun. would do yeah. a special where it's all just political stuff, yeah. it would be amazing. Yeah. No, um, it would it would be great. No, it'd be it'd be like you met, but it, it would kind of go against type. You know, it's like imagine yeah. if like, like, I don't know, Brian Regan, never met him, but I'm pretty sure he's been divorced. But imagine yeah. if Brian Regan did a bit about his divorce or why, you know, like that people would be like, what the hell? Yeah, like that. Yeah. I mean, it would just be out of left field for the type of comic they are. Yeah. You know, it'd be like if, if Burt Kreischer started trying to talk about politics, she'd be like, shut the yeah. fuck. What are you talking about? Well, take his shirt off and drink <laughs> yeah. a beer. <laughs> well, he, because he only talks about his family and, his, yep. and that's a fun, I mean, that's, you know, if that, I mean, so it's hard to that, I, you know, I think about that cause I, I, uh, you know, I talk about my family a lot and it's like, sometimes I'll come up with a good joke, but it's like, way out of left field and has nowhere in my act. And so that's why I get sad about like, uh, I'm like, I wish I had more absurdity, you know, I think, I don't know if it, if I said it on the last podcast or if we I said it during that, that the new year's Eve show when I was just riffing about, uh, Barack Obama was able to kill Osama bin Laden because Michelle Obama's pussy is probably like Predator's mouth. <laughs> yeah. and so he got real tactile with his ability to, so, he, you know, like dodge lasers and shit. <laughs> he, you know, the infrareds catching him and he's just weaving in and out trying to, trying to make a, a, another lady child. <laughs> A lady child. That's what he that's, makes. That's fucking. <laughs> he just makes lady children. <laughs> I, that's what I never got about the Obamas. They never got praised for not for raising daughters that didn't make the news during their. Because I mean, the Bush twins were always like. They were out here trying to give a blowjob to a Secret Service guy. Or whatever. I mean, I, it was, it, I don't remember the stories, but they were always. It always seemed like there was some. Yeah, they some, were always into some shit. Yeah, it was always like, well, but you know, to me, but then again, they weren't that crazy. Yeah, they were also, just. Yeah. yeah, they were just Texas teens. Yeah, you know, and uh, and and rich teens at that man. I mean, right? Yeah, yeah. Raised in a very odd world. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's it's fun. I. It's kind of funny, like, I feel like if, uh, I feel like there's a level of, like, if Democrats are in office, if their kids get out of line, people will be like, well, that's what you get. But if a yeah. Republican's in office and their kids are out of line, they're like, they're just out there. You know, you got to let yeah. the kids be free, man. Yep. Like, <laughs> yeah. it's, sort of, yeah. it's, it's, you know, yeah, I mean, you, you gotta, it is, it's crazy to think how much pressure is put 
on a kid who's a parent who's a whose parent is the president. Yeah. I mean, those kids couldn't do yeah, shit. They, couldn't they, do they, they get tardy. They get detention at class. You know, yeah. what I mean? like anything. There's some little out of line, yeah. nothing that would happen to any teenager. Like one arm was caught smoking and that made the news. It's like, the fuck are you yeah. doing? And she was probably 17 yeah. or 18. It's like, you've yeah. ever been to Washington, D.C.? Yeah. It wasn't crack. <laughs> Half the town's smoking crack. Yeah. Mitch, McConnell's, Mitch McConnell's out there sucking dicks behind a dumpster <laughs> for crack money. He's hiding rocks in his gooseneck. <laughs> and we're supposed to give a shit about, a, about an Obama daughter smoking half a, half a cigarette? <laughs> Did you hear that, uh, that stuff about Dave Chappelle stealing a joke? No. Yeah, so um, a comedian came up and was like, yeah, um, this comedian named Mo, I can't remember the rest of his name, did the it, it's it's the bit where he go, he's talking about the fight and he goes yeah um he pulled out a a gun that looked like a knife and he was like yeah it's a um it was a knife that identified as a gun oh yeah and he said and the guy was trying to the guy was trying to say that he stole it because he heard another comedian do it um in November or or. With whichever timeline, and this person is a comedian who said that, and uh, I thought that this person would have understood how specials work. Yeah, because and also that joke is a very yeah a lot of people could come up with yeah that first joke. of all yeah, yeah the, the, the very the very first thing that's not that's not an original idea right yeah that's that's that seems I feel like any comedian who's worth their salt would be able to pull that out of thin air and bring it down right. on paper. Well, and also it was like a throwaway. It wasn't yeah. like a baseline joke for him. It was like a throwaway yeah. tag. Which, yeah. which, which <clears throat> yeah. is another thing. Like it's his, he, that's a throwaway line to him. You are <laughs> acting as though he just stole your career. So what yeah. the fuck does that say about your writing ability? If this thing that's, that I, just yeah. pops up out of air is your whole you, your defi- and, and also specials get filmed months in advance. It's not like Dave Chappelle yeah. filmed that special December twenty sixth and it came out December thirty first. That special was probably filmed months and months. It's probably filmed, you know, like um, Dan Cummins special. Was filmed almost a year yeah, ago. Yeah, it takes before a long ca- time to get that shit. Yeah. yeah. So, so that means, so it's Dave Chappelle. Man. <laughs> I can't imagine Dave Chappelle is sitting in a fucking at an open right. mic and is seeing somebody perform a bit, or he's in any room that another comedian is on stage for a extended amount of time and going. Yes, I'm gonna pluck that out. And well, the I uh, so during the during while well, people were in Iraq, the IED like yeah, the people are uh, people. I saw this is back when I was doing. Well, I would go do open mics if I was traveling for any reason. I would just go everywhere. So I saw in Seattle, in the Denver area, and in Florida, I saw kind of open mic people or you know kind of beginner comics say. My girlfriend said she wants to get an IED. 
or like my girlfriend wants to get an IED or whatever. It's a variation of yeah. like IUD, IED, uh, yeah, IED, yeah, yeah, goofing yeah. up the IED to IUD, and. I saw multiple comics and, and two of them had the same punchline that was like, well, yeah, I'll definitely blow that pussy up. <laughs> and then a buddy, uh, one of our friends came to me and was like, what do you think of it? Or, you know, he told, he told that joke and he, this is years, this is years later. I mean, I started in 2013. I was seeing people tell these jokes around 2015. Our buddy was becoming more active around 2022. And he told Almost that same joke on stage. Wow! And man, he had, but he, he he hadn't done any, but he hadn't. He only been doing comedy two years. Yeah. And I went up to him. I said, "Hey, man, I've, I I was, and I told him I was like, I'm not telling you not to tell this joke, but like that joke is an easy joke to tell. Yeah. And and the thing is, the difference is that's the premise. Whereas yes. like the knife identify or a gun identifies as a knife. That was not the premise. The premise yeah. was telling the story of yeah. that. Now, yeah, and I mean, there were quite a few black comics that were kind of making the same point about um, about Jesse Smollett, like how people were like, <laughs> like the black community was like, what? Because remember that special yeah. where he was like, uh, black people stayed silent about this because they were like, one o'clock in the morning, you were getting subway in Chicago. <laughs> I, that point was being made by uh, other comics. Yeah. And I don't think Dave Chappelle was going to the local Chicago scene and being like, yeah. oh, I'm going to steal Cracker Jack's joke yeah. or whatever. You that know, doesn't. Who, yeah, yeah. You know, you, and I and I know and when Cracker you, Jack is the name of a comic that I made up. Just <laughs> it probably might be a real fucking name or something. Uh, it's black comedian. Real name. <laughs> and uh, you know it. When people hear that, and, and if you don't like Chappelle, you will find any reason yeah, yeah. to mm -hmm. knock him. But joke theft would be the weakest way to, that's the weakest of any argument against him. We know that the guy can write material. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy. Dude, I one time I posted a joke on TikTok, and it, it got like 100,000 views or more. And, and it, the audio was used maybe... 15, I don't know, Man, a few times. A hundred that, well, on TikTok, 100,000 views is a lot different than, and it was just, anyway, it's, you know, everybody, every dog has his day on TikTok, it feels like. <laughs> um, but, uh, but I remember then I, I, like a year later, or whatever many months, I posted the same clip on Instagram and this dude, and it started getting a few views and comments were putting in. And someone was like, you stole this line for line. And I and I was like, what you, you know? And he's like, he's like, there was a guy that this went, uh, this this guy, this was a popular joke on TikTok, and and I'm like, dude, it was me. <laughs> it was this clip. It's, I'm, you know, I'm like, what do you, you know? It was just so funny. And that's I mean, two things about that. That's somebody. That's another part of social media that I hate is that people are waiting. Oh yeah, for mistakes to happen. Oh, dude, so they can I, strike. That is so. It's so funny to me when people are at open mics and they're like, "He stole that joke from Reddit." I'm like, "No, it's just an easy joke." Yeah, dude. Some of these comics are so vigilant about it. I would assume they're gonna go up to homeless guys and be like, "Hey, man, somebody else has that same sign." Yeah, <laughs> maybe you should spice it up. Yeah, maybe you, you should. Yeah, maybe yeah. you should stop saying that you're a vet. Yeah, you you got to make that sign your own. You got to yeah. find your own cardboard marker voice. <laughs> You know, and then, just, yeah. you know, but those people, I mean, at least from my experience, those people who are that bulldogish about material, 
when I'm listening to that shit, I'm like, but where's the where's the originality? Where's the, where's the originality <laughs> that you seek out of other people? Yeah, I yeah. mean, just dude, that's that's and why, that's why I would like to write more absurd shit because dude, the, you the, should. Well, you should take. I, I mean, because I, it it splits the audience. Oh, I'm, you know what I mean? Like it's, I mean it, it cause I, the way that I, when I do that, I can just tell the, I mean, I lose a lot of the audience when I write that. I mean, that's ultimately but who I I'm performing that for, you, you know, kind of on the absurd side, even with your family stuff, because it's like, it's like an acid trip of family jokes. <laughs> You know, like thank whole, you for not saying meth. Like your, <laughs> like your whole. Well, we went to Disneyland and and you know you you're smoking and and drinking and you you know and, and, and all these episodes are happening. Is it's very like I thought it was a certain. Maybe other people are like oh that's just how parenting is done. Yeah. But I always saw it as absurd. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's that's the that's the angle I go for. But I mean like. Like after working with Emo Phillips and just seeing the way that and how goofy he is and the misdirection he uses, I was like, God, that's so cool. Uh, but to put in, it would almost like I could only do like little the bits of that and stuff. You would have to completely like if you were going to do a set, like say you were doing thirty minutes and you wanted to do it, you would have to do a whole thirty minutes of of that. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. It'd be it's hard to it's hard to go back into like, oh yeah, so I'm hanging out with my son or whatever and then talking about just a well, you know, like a wild take on some you know, news story or you know, but I, I look at the I do kind of think of that as I'm like, man, in 2 years I'm going to be an empty nester. Yeah. And like what are the <laughs> you know, like the the uh, time like um, Amanda does a calendar every year. Where she takes pictures of our family okay. and uh, makes a calendar, and then everyone in my side of the family and her side of the family on the days of their birthdays has a picture of the of that person on oh, the calendar. She's that's cool. yeah, it's only ten bucks per calendar, but like hmm. to, for her to compile all these pictures and make it is Man, that's super like a full time. Yeah, job. it's it's a time consuming gift, but it's become like a tradition. They, my son's name's Cole and uh, so it's been called the Colander for 10 years in our, <laughs> in our extended family. We we wind up getting like 10 of them and or more and give them out to every family member. Yeah. And this year, Amanda was like, "Well, Cole, you know, Cole like like we're just not like it's hard to keep getting these pictures cuz it's the, the the kids are so busy and we're not yeah. taking you know we're not it's and as as they're gone it's going to be hard so there's a, a young family uh, my brother in law has a young family so she was like well, if you want to take it you you take up the reins on this calendar Ooh. and when she told everybody she's like not doing the calendar this year sorry some someone else could do it but I we just we don't have the pictures as much anymore we just don't okay. it's just not it doesn't make sense anyway yeah. sure enough like. Christmas comes around and like you know, at least like five or six family members are like where's the colander where's how come we didn't oh, where is our calendar we don't we look forward to this every year <laughs> I don't know why would I bring that up what were we just talking about why I brought that up oh just um after like it, what will you be um, oh yeah yeah, yeah. About? so yeah so her not her not uh Doing the uh, her not doing that is making me realize, like, yeah, shit, man, what am I gonna talk about? You know, yeah. that was so funny when I was trying to remember why <laughs> I did said it. I was man, like, that's did I send a calendar to Dave Chappelle? 
<laughs> Is that why I brought that up? No. That's what Shauna makes fun of me about all the time was that for like three, four years there, I had a lot of material about faith, like her getting a driver's license and graduating and stuff. And she was like, well, she's in college now. What you going to joke about now? You know, kind of like, and it's like, Jeez. and it's like, who the fuck do you think I am? I will write jokes about your forehead right now. <laughs> What the fuck are you talking about? (laughs) Well, yeah, that's the thing is if you're funny, you're funny. So you'll find something else to be funny about. But the people who come out, well, and that's the thing is like, that's the advantage I I feel like I have is like, it's not like people are going to be like, it's not like I'm getting like the same people coming out. Like, I wonder what crazy antics his family's gotten up to this year. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like I'm typically performing to people who just have a real cursory knowledge of <laughs> my, my, me as a comic. They're, it's usually like, oh, uh, the pizza place is next door. <laughs> my wife likes pizza. I'll go ahead and go out tonight. Man, I'm, I'm, I always, I'm always proud when people come to me and like, man, last time we saw you, it was a totally different set. And that kind of makes me feel good, but it's like, that's not, that's not, a thing that's not a that's not a feature. It's a bug, you know. Yeah, it's not something that I'm trying to do. It's just something that happens. Well, you get tired of material quickly. Yeah, I, I just I wish I could do stuff like other people do, where it's like two, three years of just doing it. Why Why don't you think you can? Because it start first. It starts sounding robotic. Yeah, <laughs> it starts coming out like it starts coming out perfectly, but it's. I just feel so... Like, so you feel robotic. Beep, 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 yeah, yeah. But that's... I don't know. Isn't that... Yeah, think about a like a Broadway... Like, think about a theater actor. Yeah. You know, they're doing... Sometimes they're doing... I mean, if it's a good theater run, and they're, you know, six nights a week, matinees, maybe two on Saturdays or whatever. I yeah, mean... You are into that character. That yeah, is. and you got... I mean, you can, there's little ways you can make it new, but they're saying the same shit. They didn't even write it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So they're not even attached to it the way a stand-up comic is. That's what. That's yeah. where I think when I, because I was, I felt the same way, and then I just, but then I would think about, a bro, I'm like, well, a Broadway actor is just doing it. But then the other problem with that is like, there's, I mean, there's jokes. I'm like, fuck, man, I've been telling this since 2018. Yeah, th- you know that's I mean? another thing that kind of gets, <laughs> I'm like, man, I've been telling this incident. Like I was at the hospital, I was, I was at the doctor's for my heart. And I was, I'm, while I'm waiting on them, I was like, man, I was, I was telling heart jokes. That shit happened in 2013. That's and a I good was bit, though. telling that shit for, was I telling this for a decade? And then I just started getting sad. So, dude, though, in, the, in that Shannon Sharp interview with Cat Williams, yeah. he goes, one of his questions was, how long do you tell a joke for? Oh. And he goes, well, that's an unfair question. He goes, how long you make love to a woman before you're done with her? Damn. <laughs> he goes, if it's good, you'll, you'll be with her the rest of your life. Yeah, and I, I, I was like, man, that is That's, a really, really good analogy. Yeah. I mean, everybody's stoked about the new jokes, but it's, I mean, I, I will say, like, it's, every, when I say everyone, I mean comics. Comic, when yeah. a new joke is working, that is one of the best feelings. Yep. And one of the worst feelings is when you take out your old banger and it's flat. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Man. And that's yeah. that. I think that you you know the audience kind of lets you know, man. If you're like, if this just isn't as fresh for some for, and sometimes it's not because of the bit. It's maybe because you are tired of it. Yep. You know, and, and you, it can yeah, it can come across. 
Yeah, uh, for a sure. Lot of people, Absolutely. Yeah, especially if you haven't um, told it recently. And so it's like football tipping out of your, <laughs> yeah. you know how football, like, Dude, if I if I haven't told a joke for a month and I want to work it back into the set, yeah. I will I will practice it in my hotel or in my car mm. as if I'm doing a play. I mean, I'll even, yeah. even you know, and I used to kind of think, oh, that's silly, but that's just become my process, you know. And so it's it's that's what's hard about bringing my wife or my family on the road, especially if I'm not in the real rhythm of performing every single weekend. Yeah. Uh, is like there's a point where I got to go to them and be like, hey, I need like two hours to just be alone and think about the bits and sort of yeah. go over them. And then and when if, if it's if we're like all in the same hotel room, I'm like yeah. in the bathroom, like <laughs> you know. But if I don't make that time, I mean, I, I've noticed if I don't do that, the sets does not go as good. Yeah, especially if the audience is a little rowdy. Oh, I didn't, yeah, yeah. I did not, I had a, I had a show a few months ago or the Friday night I prepared, everything went good, show went well. And I was like, well, I did all the preparation yesterday. I'm doing another show tonight. And I was like, tonight it's the bar gig. I'm going to work out, a, I'm going to add a couple tags, this one thing. And I just kind of thought about it a little, but I didn't actually go through my process of it. And, uh, and, and if at the very least, even if I'm performing five shows, you know, a weekend, I'll still like, I'll, I'll like go through this like meditative process where I think of the first line of every joke, oh, yeah. the first line, and then maybe the last line of every joke. Yeah. So I'll, and then that way I'll know my transitions really well. Yeah. <clears throat> and I did not do that for this, this Moses Lake gig. And so when they were being rowdy, like I was getting thrown off. I was having a hard time knowing where I was at in my set. And they yeah. were, but they were like wildly rowdy too. Yeah. So yeah. it was funny because then uh, two weeks later, I was in a situation where I was like in in a place where it was rowdy like that. Mm -hmm. And I was like, Shit, you know, how am I going to handle this? Like, do I want to go in and be an asshole? But then it was a small town yeah. and it's packed theater venue. I'm like, if I go in and be an asshole, they're, they're going to really be against me. Yeah, yeah. So I'd gone through all my processes. And, and so I just went in there and just, there was no, as soon as I did, I was stepping on the laugh because I didn't want to even give them a chance to stop. You know what I mean? Because yeah. that's what happened when, when they start dying down and they're like, that happened to Marianne over there. And yeah. You know, cause that, it's yeah. funny. Like I don't get hecklers. I get just idiots. Yeah. <laughs> They're not idiots, but they're adding, they're adding footnotes to the joke. Yeah. People who want to talk about every joke afterwards, yeah. which uh, there is a time. Some, I feel like at some point I want to just give into that and be like, Oh, Marianne did. <laughs> well, let's do that instead of the show that I brought here. Let's talk about how something similar happened to you five years ago. Yeah. But, that's a terrible idea because then someone will be like, you know what? It was a funny thing. We went yeah. to Fred Meyer. And then immediately everyone's like, oh, Jesus yeah. Christ, dude. Man, so many people who think they're funny and then you hear them and you're like, you, who told you that? Man, I, what I love is watching someone who's clearly like a card in their life, <laughs> you know, like, yeah. clearly, like, the, like a, you know go do an open mic yeah. and just watch them just slowly be like, Oh shit, this is not, yeah, this is not cutting it up at the barbershop. Yeah. Like, this oh is a whole, goodness, this is a man. whole nother thing, man. And I've seen it with, I've seen it with different races. 
I've seen it oh, with yeah, white yeah. folks. Oh, every every and, and it's category diff- human. Yeah, and it's a, it's a it's slightly different too. Like a black guy, you know, who thinks like doing the, you know, like the 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 wacky, you know, sounds and stuff, and it's not working. I've seen those people get deflated. I've seen the 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 blonde go up there and think that, you know, just every punchline being about how cute they are and that's not working. Seeing the Asian guy talk about how Asian he is and it's not working. (laughs) It's just, it's amazing to see because it's, it's like that person realizing that what you see on TV is not just someone walking off the street and saying, all right, give me a million dollars. And, And I'll finish this set. No, create. I mean, creative writing, and then present. I mean, and then stand up writing, and you know, is it's all very different than just yeah sh- shooting the shit with your buddies or a group of people. Yeah, you know, because there is also like just the familiarity, the familiarity yes. of stories make it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, yeah, if you if you're with your buddies, and you're like, well, that's wrong. Everyone's yeah. like, oh yeah, that's wrong. Yeah, because he's a he's you know he's a picklehead. Yeah, you know, you, dude, you go. <laughs> People know that Ron gets drunk, and when he goes to the bar, sometimes his little trick is he goes, "Hey, you want to see my thumb? Look down." And it's actually his penis. We they know that, dude. But when when he tells that story on stage, people are like, "That sexual assault you just committed." <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny, dude. I that would be a fucking hilarious exercise to do at an open mic. <laughs> Just be up there and be like, "All right, this is for Ron, man. You know, uh, you know how he is. Yeah. <laughs> you guys know how he is. It's a old creep, Ron." <laughs> and then when you start bombing, just be like, "Is Ron not here?" <laughs> well, shit, I, I already prepared this, so I'm just gonna keep going, I guess. Oh shit, you gotta get out of here. Yeah, I got. Well, I got. It's he's what is he? I gotta get my son. Yeah, he. Yeah. Uh, my son's gotta cut his hair for a role. God was, damn it. Yeah, he. Would he's, he let you cut it? Fuck, I'm, I don't want that. <laughs> I don't want that on my conscience. His hair is so long right now. He might be able to donate it to Locks of Love. Ooh, like it's. I hope he does. Yeah, I don't know. He's. Uh, it's hard because part of me wants to be like, it's your decision, but you do have to make the decision and tell them because they may cast another person. It's yeah. early on in the play, and it's 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 not a big play they're just doing it one weekend oh okay so it's like i mean and i i can i I know i mean i had long hair in high school i cut it uh and then i was bummed out but it was like two days and i was over (laughs) it so but that he's gonna be bummed out so i don't know i gotta have that talk with him because i because it's like you gotta you gotta tell the director or maybe he could talk to the director and be like hey i'm changing the character a little bit yeah yeah to be like a a (laughs) fabio-esque type during the Holocaust. It is uh, the, uh, it's the diary of Anne Frank. So uh, it's a real dude and uh, he did not have long hair. He was part of the German military. But did we see all of his photos though? No, but uh, yeah, maybe he could be like the Viking dentist. (laughs) (laughs) No, he had some ideas. I think they're good, but it just sucks because he finally figured out how to take care of his hair and make it look decent. Shit. And uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's but he, dude, long hair. I had no idea. He's like, he's got to use like anti frizz. I mean, I dude, I I wash my hair like once a month, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> 
I don't watch. I don't. I, I like. And so I don't know, you yeah. know. And I'm like, I mean, it was like into the point where I'm like, you gotta do some shit about that raggedy ass thing on your head. <laughs> looks like mange. And then once he started figuring it out, I'm like, that's. You look like a man, a swarthy <laughs> man. You know what I mean? It's like. He's skinny and tall, and he, I'm like, you could you pull back the top. You'd be like, like a, like a Caucasian Momoa. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's wild, you know. And so I don't know. I got, yeah. So I don't know. I feel bad about that. But uh, oh, you got anything coming up? Uh, nope. January 27th, Oshan O'Shaughnessy Performing Arts Center at the uh, in uh, Whitefish. Montana, we are at Whitefish, Montana. Dude, we're at seventy-five tickets. All right, how many? It's four hundred. All right, and we, but dude, we still got we, the radio campaign hasn't even started yet. Oh, yeah. So we Wait are till that radio campaign starts. Yeah, boy, we dude. will be rolling in. Ooh, baby. Yeah, yeah. Well, you Thick know what? Naked white women. Oh, dude, I'm telling you what, man. We ran. I mean, it's going to be a good time. We got to everybody. You know, we're going to be. We're going to, you know, we're going to be washing ourselves with rags from an Airbnb. Oh, yeah. Throwing them in a corner. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be, dude, Whitefish is a cool town. It's going to be a lot of fun having Ryan and Rob and Jay with us going and putting on a good comedy show for these fine folks of uh, Whitefish, Montana. Whitefish, flappity, flappity. And they don't have, they don't get a lot of comedy out there. So they're going to be, yeah. they're going to be ready. It's going to be, it'll be, it'll be fun, man. Um, mm. It'll be a little bit of pressure though, because like Saturday we got to go in there and like, Tell them like, oh no, you, you, like this is how we want the chairs. This is how we want. So there'll be a little bit of work on Saturday, but okay. but after Saturday we get all Sunday to hang out. We'll come back Monday. Okay, dude, it's gonna be it's gonna be cool, man. Rob good. and I are gonna go skiing. You guys, if you want, you can take the shuttle up. Come take a look at the mountain. We could all have yeah. lunch together up there, and then and then we all go. Whitefish has like a great nightlife. Oh, it's like imagine. Um, Imagine like a cool music venue like the Knitting Factory, but with yeah. taxidermy. <laughs> <laughs> what, dude? These, some of these places in Whitefish, they're like, yeah, man, come. We got a band, and we got good Mexican food, and uh, also you can see a mountain lion I killed. Holy fuck, dude! That's what I'm about. You want it? Yeah, we'll go to the bar with. The, they got a, they got a pool and uh, arcade games and uh, yeah. and uh, shuttle like the little you slide the puck. Okay, and they got. A fucking yeah, bear like the the owner killed and a oh. and a mountain lion. I hope it's an impressive bear. If it's one of those sad, like No, it's sad. <laughs> it's not it's it's not a big gold grizzly bear. It's like Man, these guys it's like always... one of these little white or uh, black bears. Aww. Yeah. You can't kill a grizzly bear. Uh. I think you might be able to do in Alaska, but you, yeah, you if you show up with a grizzly bear, someone else, a government official will probably If a grizzly bear's fucking with me. Yeah, but you can't you can't stuff it. It's like I a, can't stuff a, I can't stuff a I'm bear pretty sure that if tried to attack me. If you kill a grizzly bear, the it belongs to the fishing game. Shit, I'm gonna take a bunch of selfies with it before then. Then I'll cut his paw off. <laughs> Make a garbage can. Make the sickest on the little the little middle toe. Yeah, you, that's where you push to make the flap come up. Yeah, no, uh, yeah, come and take that away from me, Obama. <laughs> he probably could after yeah. dodging all those pussy lasers. <laughs> Dude, I, <laughs> I, I mean, you know, it's a, uh, it's a cool town. I mean, it'll be fun to be there. Right. Uh, 
Uh, I'm glad we're staying an extra day. I think it'll be a good hang with the uh, the boys yeah. and uh, and uh, yeah, I'm excited for it. It'll be fun. Uh, Tomorrow, I don't know if this will hit tonight, but yeah, to, for anybody who's listening to this in Port Angeles, <laughs> I'll be in McCormick's maybe. I don't know this weather, dude. I don't, no one's hit me up, but there is a little bit of uh, concern about the pass and the weather. I might, my concern, I'm going to get caught over there. And then uh, this Saturday, we got the first comedy avalanche and uh, I'm like, if I can't make it over, like everybody now at this point. Everybody yeah. is coming over from Seattle. I'm coming over oh, from yeah. Seattle. Andrew's coming over from Seattle. Shit. Chase Myers is the middle. He's coming over from Seattle. So I think Andrew's flying, but uh, Chase is probably driving. I don't know. Um, yeah. So I don't know. Friday, I'm just going to get up early and bounce. So we'll see what happens. Um, yeah, check those shows out, guys. Um, on Phil Cop Comedy? Yeah, Phil Cop yep. Comedy. Yeah, the, uh, the uh, February... If 17th is going to be all right, that's going to be a fun one. That's going to be Rob and uh, Robert, Rob, Wentz, and Ryan are going to be in town for that. Okay, and then uh, and we got uh, Tyler Bow, all the right, beatboxing, uh, nationally award winning percussionist. You know, the hard thing is advertising that it's on the radio, it just doesn't like I'm not ta- like the clips I'm using to promote Tyler. You can't use the beatboxing, yeah, because it just doesn't quite. It would, I mean, it. I mean, it just doesn't. It, it might come across on like a Facebook post, but like radio, there's no way. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, but it's that. That is almost like he's a great comic, but it's also like a show. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, when he. And it's always hard to kind of express. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's. I mean, people are genuinely amazed when they see him integrate the beatboxing into his. I don't. He doesn't do this bit anymore, but dude. He did. He used to do this bit where he would work in beatboxing elements about you know uh, you know those little throat holes. Yeah, where they're like, yeah, I want to do. It. He yeah. did this bit where he was working in a beatboxing and a woman with a th- hole in her throat giving a <laughs> giving a blowjob. <laughs> and oh my god, dude, it was it's fucking unreal. I I I, uh, I doubt he does that bit anymore. But he he's funny, man. He's a he's a yeah. he's a fun comic. So yeah, it'll be. Uh, it's gonna be good. I got a little a little mini thing going on, and uh, I've always said like Elks Clubs, putting those together, yeah, It'll be fun. Doing third of February, Elks Club in Wallace. Ninth of February, Elks Club in Hood River. All right. So I'm finally stringing together a couple All right. Elks Clubs, and then uh, Pendleton, Oregon, the Vert uh, Vert Club Theater. Tickets are starting to move on that, so. Yeah. I don't know if any, for all my Pendleton listeners. Yeah. Come on out. <laughs> come on out, Pendleton. <laughs> Show your love. Dude, we should, okay, we should close this, but I, <laughs> maybe I, I'll bring this up. Well, this is a long episode. Uh, the city manager of Pendleton hit me up and goes, you know, we have a local comedian and oh. I think it would be fun if you, uh, if you, it might help your event if you put on a local comedian. And oh I was like, God. here's my number. Have him text me. <sighs> so we are having Tyler McCormick. Actually, I don't know what his name is. I made that oh. name up. But uh, <laughs> but we, some random dude in <laughs> going to get up and do five minutes. I did this one time. You, I did this one time with the show with you uh, in uh, 
Moscow at that little Kenworthy Performing Arts Center. There was a guy okay. that did a guest spot. Yeah. And that was some random dude. For He did okay. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, he did all right. So I don't know. I'm kind of, I'm kind, I mean, I'm like five minutes, man. Let's yeah. just, let's see what happens. Yeah. Rob's, it's a two man show. So Rob's just going to break his setup and go, hey, we got a local and uh, we heard you. We're really going to see what he's got. And it could be a five minute train wreck or it could be every people going, yeah. Yeah, that's our guy. Except for I'm just, I, I do hope he's not like, he just gets up there and starts saying the N word. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> he's up there like, ah, the only reason I'm here is because I got out of jail for fisting horses. Like, oh shit. What do we do? I have seen a guest spot like that absolutely ruin a show. So we'll oh, see what happens, shit. man. We'll roll the dice in Pendleton, God baby. <laughs> well, you already got that money, so uh, it's, it's the city manager's fault. Well, I want him to I'll come back, though. <laughs> Blame it on the city manager. That's that, No, I, I've had it. <laughs> <laughs> I got his name. Like, you guys need to vote this idiot out of office. <laughs> so no, because they got an eight hundred person theater down there. So this yeah. is kind of a test in the test in the waters to see if we can put on show on down there and then maybe do a bigger show down the road. All right, that's yeah. Good. So it'll be fun, man. Um, I I am too busy. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening. Instagram, YouTube, TikTok. We're all there. Please check it out. And uh, remember, stay frosty and keep fucking, you big bitches. Never.